0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved.
1: Episode 1375, air date December 12th, 2023. Hey, everyone. You are live here with Shara Shares. I am your host, Shara. And welcome here uh, this evening with Dr. Shiva. Um, There's so much to say right now, but I'd like to... uh, I'd like to open up with it's here where we will engage in discussion about the awareness of events around us, how to activate our inner knowing and ways to take action. So as you know, I just allow the messages to channel. And what I can say right now is there's so many messages and so much energy coming through. So I'm going to do my best right now to kind of hold space for everything that's shooting at me. Um, I'd like to open face with this is a safe space. This is a space where we are honest, where we are truthful, where we stand in our knowing and belief. And if we're here by chance, then yes, you have been invited energetically. If you're here by choice to somehow penetrate something other than truth and, and compassion, and leading from heart, excuse me, then I ask you to please keep walking by. Um, Recognize that we're gonna have a lot of sensitive um, subject topics here, and that um, I just ask that anybody joining, anybody listening, anybody sharing, watching live, listening to the replay, sharing on any sort of platform that you understand that Safety copyright for myself, Shara, for Dr. Shiva here, for Dr. Rima, who um, we just learned, yay, is going to join also at some point and pop in. So that's super, super fun. She's a host from the show before uh, before me where sometimes gets me riled up and I come on the show all heated with energy. So welcome to Shara Shares and this beautiful platform. Thank you people for people for holding the space. Don't forget about the chat, uh, the donate button. So, Dr. Shiva, um, wow, I could say, inventor of email, a scientist, an engineer, running for U.S. presidency, uh, runs Truth Freedom Health, I learned about you years ago, uh, Freedom Freedom Health Movement through your Systems and Re- Revolutions book, sorry, blur, um, which you can get on his Truth Freedom Health website. I just learned quick about his supplement, uh, MV25 with bioflavonoids in it, right, and... So there's so much information to that we could actually sit down and talk about with you. And that's just so amazing. So thank you for holding that presence of energy and that background that I see where you even stated here in your interview assets, right? Your life has been about solving very tough problems by identifying the root cause, bringing together people to innovate real solutions. And I truly believe through all of the this going through everything we've been going through. Hey, Dr. Rima. Hey. You have truly held, you've held your truth through this, right? Your constant consistency. Um, uh, Dr. Rima, could you call uh, yourself? You bet. Thanks, babe. Um, uh, uh, and now here you are, shivaforpresident.com, right? yes can you give give us the i don't know give us your elevator speech welcome and thank you so much for being here
0: well i think the real reality is people really need to start thinking about how do they choose their leaders and how do they what is the framework they have to actually choose who should actually be leading them and this is a central question of our time what's happened unfortunately is for far too long particularly in the united states because of the massive amount of, in many ways, psychological operation that's been done by a very, very finite class of people, um, recognizing that in the United States you have a you know about 300 million people, uh, No other group of people in the world have these set of rights, you know, the Bill of Rights, the First Amendment, Second Amendment, these very, very important rights, which no other population has. And these rights only become as valuable, if people exercise those rights, which means know when to use them, apply them, particularly, let's say the First Amendment, know when their rights are being violated. Um, But when a large body of people like the United States, the way you subjugate these people who have been given some very, very uh, profound rights is to make them fat, dumb, and happy. And the way that's done is through making sure people choose leaders who are not leaders. And so if you, literally look at what's going on in people running for quote unquote president. None of them are qualified to be president. None of them actually lead. They watch which way the wind blows. Uh, If it's the wind is saying that people should act like they're anti-establishment, and then overnight they're acting anti-establishment. If the wind blows that they should be uh, conservative and want to go uh, butcher the Palestinian people, then they'll talk that way and so on. So none of these people have any basis in leadership. Um, they have no basis because if you look at their life history as human beings, um, they've never had to ever sustain themselves in any way in terms of uh, actually uh, being resilient, being able to solve problems. It's most of their existence has been based on them being slaves, them being you know uh, dependent on other people, um, and so on. Um, and you can look right at the, for example, the recent GOP debates. Every one of those people um, are all Zionists, for example. We should have a discussion of that. None of those people come from an upbringing of where they had nothing and had to build those things up, bottoms up. Most things were given to these people. And that is not what this country was founded on. And so when it comes to leadership, people need to say, what does a leader mean? Well, I would argue a leader must be one of us. You know, you have to be like everyone else who has gone through this journey. Um, Donald Trump is not one of us, um, you know, Nikki Haley is not one of us, you know, none of those people up there are one of us. They do not, um, they, they move in a circle of uh, what you would say um, uh, an incestuous circle uh, where uh, the network that they have, though they may appear as though they have some differences among them, there frankly is no difference. It, the difference that you see, if anything, is theater to sucker people into thinking that Um, these people are fighting for us. So I think the real question is, how do you select a leader? What is a leader? You know, what are the attributes of a leader? Um, Not what they say. And you will come down to one of the most profound things is you have to look at their life journey and look at their actions. And uh, constituents and people throughout the world need to recognize that it's time that people realize that it doesn't matter what they say. These people are trained. They have Uh, hundreds of millions of dollars behind them um, to make them look a certain way at any point, at any point. And um, you have to step back, one has to step back and look at this person's actions. And when you look at their actions, um, you start building really a science of leadership. You know, do they have resilience? Do they have resourcefulness? Have they actually solved problems? Do they they know how to create something out of nothing? Um, Have they actually... um, uh, uh, built teams together of people? Do they actually know how to uh, bring people together and solve things? Do they have a scientific understanding? Do they have a systems understanding? Um, and all these very, very important things, uh, are skills that people need to have. Uh, now people who have had to come bottoms up, start organizations, companies, invent things, take an invention, go through the process of innovation, right? have had to actually overcome significant um, disadvantages and make it through that, man, that's a leader. These people are not leaders. And when you start really raising the bar for that level of leadership, you actually raise yourself up. These people that are out there right now want you to lower your standards. They want you to compromise, compromise, compromise. They want you to absolve their sins, their massive contradictions. On one day, they're saying that you know they wanna solve debts. Uh, caused by vaccines, right? On the same day, they are fine with butchering Palestinians in Gaza and trying to expropriate those people of 200 trillion um, uh, cubic feet of their gas, which is what's been found in the occupied territories, right? So uh, the lack of leadership emerges when the individual who's looking at all of this starts absolving these people of these massive contradictions. Trump one day says he's going to lock her up, gets his own people locked up, says he's going to drain the swamp, brings in the swamp, right? Um, And does everything that has to do with making not America great, but essentially ensuring that $8 trillion got printed for his friends. Uh, 600 billionaires during the pandemic made $2.3 trillion. So it's time that everyday people really start looking at What is leadership and my answer is that leadership comes down to people's actions and what they've done in their long course of their lives not something they did because they got injected with uh some madison avenue money or were chosen from somewhere to suddenly appear on a debate stage overnight
1: yeah so side note to anyone watching now playing Um, any permission of recording, uh, needs to be asked of myself or Dr. Shiva, please, um, no AI or anything. So you just gave me a lot and leadership was the main thing. And I can tell you in any organization or platform of energy, leadership has just been like, right. And there are some platforms that seem to be holding its own, but it doesn't seem to be the masses, right? And so I hear what you're saying and I hear resilience and I hear resourcefulness and building teams together and systems and understanding systems, right? I get it. My question is, when we are purposely being programmed, processed, chemically just bombarded left right water food all systems but 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 you name it you name it you name it and people are literally not only losing their mind about how they're going to afford their grocery bill let alone how to clean their water or clean out their air or clean out there and clean this and do this and do this and do this to keep some sort of sustainability and breath right now while at the same time they're expected to to complete completely take their entire mindset that they thought was true that they've been ingrained in their ancestors for years and years and years and years and years and, years, and just push, blow it right out of the water and i i i wish i pray every day today is 12 12 today's a new moon in sagittarius we are mo- right uh, sagittarius moving into uh, Capricorn, I might be screwing on up. Sorry. There's so much energy happening right now. And I want to remind everybody that's here because this is the purpose of, of, of my platform, right? Is that we want to build this space where you're going to be able to handle what Dr. Shiva is saying. You want to hear what he has to say because there's something in it that's going to light you up, that's going to make you aware, that's going to make you be like, whoa, this guy might actually like let's check this out. Let's go check out the websites. Let's go read his book. I implore you to go pick up these tools for yourself, right? And so you can start doing the work. Honestly, long story, I can't even vote. So that's a whole nother issue, not because illegal, but but um, safety. And the crazy part is that would blow people's minds. They don't understand the basic stuff structures of anything right let alone and that's nobody's fault but like we're, we keep funneling our kids into these school systems and funneling them in and funneling them in thinking that there's something that's going to produce and when we come behind them and try to fix the seams because we're forced to put our kids in public school. We're called helicopter parents and things like that. So there's a lot of us here. I think not only on this platform, probably listening around friends. This is like the holidays. They don't want to be, you know, the conspiracy theorists at the table. They, but no, genuinely, there are a lot of people right now that need to see and feel and know that there is some sort of change, but dang, man, going along with the parade in the politics and and stepping into politics how do you think that that is really is is that the way to as the cuz the system is already crumbling energetically right they're all crumbling we see that we know that but a, the the masses do not see it it hasn't caught up yet how much change in 4 years do you honestly think that that can be made? Like, I, I want to hear what the change that I want to hear the roar of change of of how you see the future of the United States. Please. Well, look, <laughs>
0: um, in the short time that we have, let me just sort of get to the point here. Look, the, nothing is uh, the future is constantly unfolding. Nothing is determined. It all depends on what people want to do. Uh, to say that the system is going to crumble. That's probably not true either. You know, those in power are quite uh, strong. Uh, they know what they're doing. They have a tremendous amount of um, control over large masses of people. They invest trillions of dollars into uh, psychological operations of people. So um, there is no inevitability here. So people thinking, well, the system's going to crumble tomorrow. The elites are going to uh, crumble tomorrow. You know, they are. You know, this is this is all sort of magical thinking. Well, we need to recognize that everything that we have in front of us around us um, is a result of a tremendous amount of anything great that has been developed has come out of tremendous amount of human effort human thought um, and to think that those who control the life of eight billion people are simply going to uh, let things crumble its a little bit naive Um, The reality is that those in power have learned, how is it that a couple hundred thousand people on a good day are controlling 8 billion people? How is that happening? The reason that they're doing that is they have a tremendous amount of deep understanding through their theoreticians, through their intellectuals of how systems work. I used to teach this stuff at MIT, and the science of systems really emerges about, you know, in the 1950s. Uh, Most of the ideas about how the world operates has unfortunately come from philosophers, quote unquote, philosophers, quote unquote, ideologues. Uh, They do not have an engineering systems understanding, a grounded understanding of how the universe works. So that understanding really was built in the 1930s, forties and fifties. The elites understand this. And so you have to recognize that the analogy I've offered is, um, you know, there's probably a handful of people who know how to build nuclear bombs, right? But that knowledge of how to build nuclear bombs is not taught to everyone at the kindergarten school level. No one knows how to split them atom. No one knows how to you know, create a nuclear reactor, right? This is a very, very deep level of skills. Think about what it takes to build a nuclear bomb. You have to have understanding of physics, mathematics, uh, nuclear engineering, whole bunch of whole bunch of fields. And those people understand that. You don't need a lot of them, but they have immense amount of power. So now talk about how the world is being operated. There's a handful of Kissingers, a handful of George Soroses, who, by the way, uh, understand system science. And these people are not dumb people. They're not going to crumble overnight. They do understand that their power comes from manipulating everyone else. So the others remain dumb and do not uh, recognize that they have to get educated. They have to have some discipline and they have to build... These self-organizing systems, what I call a bottoms-up movement. Um, and What's happened um, in this world of medicine, um, in this world of finance, and all these uh, fields, a finite set of people actually know how to run these operations, and they control large, large segments of power, profit, and control. Um, and so that needs to be understood. You cannot have a, a naive view about this. So You know, my journey um, has been about understanding these systems of power, understanding how innovation works, being a hands-on inventor and a creator, and being a hands-on activist. And what emerges out of that very, very rich and deep experience is that if we want to create a better world for the vast majority of 8 billion people um, and definitively do that, not like hope it occurs, hope that the elites crumble, hope that something happens, right? nothing's inevitable. It is only, only gonna happen with a very clear vision. It's gonna happen with people actually wanting to get educated. Uh, it's gonna happen with people uh, having great respect for their own dignity um, and letting go of these folks that they are told to adore, social media influencers, Hollywood. Um, and you go down the list, right? And yeah. um, a laziness that needs to be overcome from people. Otherwise, uh, no, no one should think that the world is just going to get better and the elites are going to crumble. You should think that the world is going to move in their direction. It will grow to m- greater power, greater wealth for a few set of people, uh, greater uh, subjugation of large majorities of people. Nothing is written in the stars. It happens what we decide to do with our lives and what we want to do and what we want to do with conscious Um, you know, hard work and this is what people need to understand. People are being taught a lot of these little, you know, myths about how the world operates, everything you see around you in your room, my room, everything around this was created by thought put into tremendous amounts of action, uh, to create matter, you know, energy, information, energy, and matter. These are the three substances that create everything around what we have. Things don't just appear. And we have to let go of that kind of magical thinking.
1: I love when you pointed out that we all have the ability to make that change, right? You can decide to make that change. You can decide to become educated. And I think bringing up that idea is what so many people are coming to maybe a reach for because there's nothing Nothing else makes sense. And many people haven't heard of your idea and your story and haven't taken the time or don't have the time or can't find the time, right? And they're spiraling. Well, actually,
0: actually it's, it's a little bit of inverses going on. You know, if you go back to 2020, about a half a billion people saw our videos globally. What's actually happening, the truth of what's actually happening, there's tremendous amounts, particularly in the last two years, tremendous amounts of effort to make this spread of our information invisible, to not even talk about it. It's like there's a big elephant in the room. And if you go back and look at 2020, it was our movement and my work that did the Fire Fauci campaign. My videos on vitamin D3, quercetin, zinc, you know, saved hundreds of millions of people's lives. We didn't make a penny off those. And it reached close to half a billion people. You can see that in, in the views, et cetera whenever I travel around the world, random people come up and they thank us for this video, that video. So what's happening is there is an intentional, active effort to say, oh, I don't know who he is. Really? Uh, They all do know who we are. Okay. Uh, Joe Rogan knows who we are. Uh, Booby, you know, Kennedy knows who we are, right? Trump knows. I've had meetings. All of them know who we are. Uh, What is apparent is they want to act like Oh, I don't know who he is. Oh, really? You do know who we are because you steal our content. You reuse it. You talk about it. The most uh, dangerous thing for you is to even utter our name, you know? So, again, the reality is if you go back and look from the point of 2020 to 2021, we got our message out to in in that very interesting period where people didn't catch on to what we were doing. Our message got out to, you know, half a billion people. And now we have about a half a million people globally who've touched our movement. We're creating leaders all over the world. Um, so, you know, and we're running for president. So these guys know about us, um, and they come to our events and, uh, Kennedy, for example, literally steals our material declare your independence was our slogan from 2018. He steals it as his. Okay. Um, he sends people to come to our zoom calls, literally, uh, tapes our zoom calls and then, uses it to content to make his videos. Um, And you can go down the list. The most uh, important force on this planet right now is our movement Truth Freedom Health. And they know that our movement, the incredible amount of effort that we have put into our movement is a serious threat to their existence because we are exposing not only the obvious establishment, the obvious deception, but the second level of deception the what I call the not so obvious establishment. And these are the people that act like they're against the establishment. Talk a good game. But they're, in fact, are being created now in direct response to our exposing them. And the unfortunate problem for them is in 2020, 2021, because our message went so broad and deep, people are saying, wait a minute, how come Dr. Shiva is not being involved in that discussion? He's the one who exposed the entire backdoor portal into Twitter. He's the one who did all the fundamental work on election integrity. He's the one who talked about the su- substantive things on masks and the immune system. And how come you guys, we didn't see you guys in 2020, 2021. Many of you guys were promoting lockdowns. So what are you talking about? So that's happening now. And this is why those in power are in a significant desperation. Be- and that's why, if you saw it two days ago, they had to have a big kumbaya. They're creating their neo- colonial media establishment. The Rogans, the Musks, the Alex Jones, the Glenn Greenwalls, uh, all of these people, all the grifters are coming together because the elites have realized that the obvious media mainstream has fought, failed, so then now they need to create a not so obvious version of them to manipulate people. And it's direct response to the hard-hitting work we've done over the last three years exposing them and the you know exponential growth of our movement
1: absolutely I remember 2020 is about the time when um I think I joined your health systems website um that's yeah, a well, you can,
0: someone just posted here you know epoch times censored me when I mentioned dr Shiva epoch time so you have all these little media periodicals that um know that our movement is not on the left or the right literally not like booby Kennedy acting like He's anti-establishment. He is the establishment. The Kennedys are the epitome of the establishment, you know? Um, So it's quite fascinating. They're literally creating fictitious characters to manipulate people because we're the true uh, force of working people. And so this is what's going on. Um, And the level of not even they don't even want to have, you know, any controversy with us because they know the message will get out there. So they literally have to do a tremendous amount of work to not even discuss us. You say that's how afraid they are of the movement for truth, freedom, health, which is global and my candidacy and me, frankly, um, they don't want us creating a hundred thousand Malcolm X's, which is what we're doing. So this is, they yeah. have a serious problem. And, but our movement, I have to tell you, is not, it's something that's very deliberate we have meetings, we organize, we educate people. And um, anyone listening out there, the thing you have to ask yourself is, do you wanna get off your butt and do something? Or do you wanna just watch me and thank me, et cetera? I appreciate all that, right? I appreciate all the wonderful comments, but my life has been about action and that's what leadership is about. It's people actually take, they not only have a vision, but they take action to create the world that they want. So the question is, Do The 8 billion of working people want to create the world we want, not wait for them to create the world we think we want from them, you say? And this is a very fundamental question. So this requires a growing up among the 8 billion people, recognizing that if you look to them for your power, you're going to get actually enslavement. And that is what our movement offers. Our movement for Truth, Freedom, Health Again, I can't overemphasize, is the only force now that is providing people the ability to truly raise their consciousness, integrate science, and if you want to talk about spirituality religion in a very fundamental way, uh, in a very grounded way, and enable people to use that knowledge to understand how systems work, how your body works as a system, the same set of principles. And that's what's powerful.
1: It is. And and it's vashiva.tv and shivaforpresident.com to explore more. You know, and that's what we're asking humans that come across this message in this discussion to do is to that's that's part of the first step of getting up off your butt, I would say, right? Is yeah, I mean, yeah I links. Think, I, think, there. I think
0: yeah. So the first step I want to give people some very, very simple actions. First Great. of all, everyone should go to shattertheswarm.com. Again, all of you listening, go there. If you haven't seen it, spend 15 minutes and you will get 50 years of knowledge compacted literally into 15 minutes. So if you want to save yourself 50 years of time or hundred years, whatever, and you don't want to, you want to understand who the real enemy is, go to shatter the swarm and watch that 15 minute video, number one. Number two, everyone should go to shivaforpresident.com. Okay. And you should go get one of these bumper stickers. Why do I say this? many of us work full-time you may say wow i really like dr shiva i like this movement but this bumper sticker is cool because you get one of these bumper stickers you go to shiva, numeral 4 presidentcom and you put it on the back windshield of your car by the way those of you from other parts of the world you know our movements global you can get the same bumper sticker but says "Shatter the swarm and you'll understand what this means after you watch the video but once you get your bumper sticker on the back windshield if you put it on the lower left and don't just buy it and leave it on your you know, desk or table at home, put it on your bumper sticker, take a picture, and email it to us, you know, and Dr. Shiva at VAShiva.com. And what that means, that action says, I have taken a position. I'm putting this bumper sticker boldly on my car. And more importantly, 100,000 people per day will see that. So it's a very simple action, it may seem trivial, but it isn't. If you also go to Dr. Shiva for, or Shiva for President.com, Go download this flyer. It's in the down, free download section. And it says the lesser of two evils is killing your children. It On the left side, uh, up here, it gives a graph about what's going on with mortality in the United States, particularly lifespan. The U.S. lifespan is going downward, and this is not because of vaccines. It is because of a systemic issue that's been going on for 80 years. And you can see that right there, okay? The next thing is you'll see on the bottom uh part here there's again the link to the shatter the swarm video so you understand who the problem is now you want to understand who the enemy is and then over here it gives you the solution okay my run for president you you are the solution go to truthfreedomhealth.com and get educated on how this works and then you're all invited to come to our open house every thursdays it's a nearly a 20 hour day from 11 a.m and 8 p.m we do these open houses and you have a direct chance to meet other people. We interact. Um, so I'm not like some presidential candidate sitting um, some, somewhere and letting everyone else do the talking. It's a lot of work. And so you can see you can come 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. EST. Um, we do it online. And you can go to vasheva.com slash orientation. And you can join. So we've, we're we giving you tangible things. and And then, you know, we are getting on the ballot in every state. Booby Kennedy, who has a billion-dollar trust fund and his parents gave him everything. Why are people, why is this guy asking for money? Why is this guy asking for money? You know, to get on the ballot in every state, you have to go and collect signatures. Florida requires 130,000 signatures. You know, Utah requires 1,000. Well, how do you collect signatures? Well, you have to have volunteers, which means you have a movement. And those volunteers, because they believe in you, will go collect your signatures. You know what these people do they're not leaders they're cheaters what they do is they say give me money i need money i need money to go collect signatures they take your money and then they go pay professional firms to collect signatures that's not a movement that shows they have no ground game they don't have any support all they know how to do is beg money think about these people billionaires people with billion dollar trust funds asking an average american who only has Two hundred to four hundred dollars in their savings account for a rainy day, asking them for money, and the stupidity of people giving these people money. This is a question: Why are people even considering any of these people as your leader? They have they've shown no quality of leadership. Look at how they live their personal lives. They say one thing and do another. Look at how they live their lives. They live their lives under the premise that you're dumb that you will forget what they say they can say some really nice things they seem anti-establishment one day and they can go live a different life and they think you're stupid and so if you're enough if you're stupid enough to vote for these people or even consider them leaders then the world will get the world will reflect your state of consciousness it is your state of consciousness that is reflected in the leaders you choose if you say well you know, I, okay, I I gotta you know, do the lesser of two evils. Well, guess what? Your children are gonna die sooner and sooner and sooner. Right now, if you have a son or daughter, your child's lifespan on average will be shorter than yours. That's brought to you by them. So yep. I would say, you know, I do 20%, 30% of my time exposing these morons, but 80, 70, 80% of the time we offer solutions. Our movement's a solution. My run for president is a solution. You are the solution. We offer you the educational tools to do that. Go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Take advantage. Become a scholar of systems. You will learn the same thing that Henry Kissinger learned that was used to subjugate you, but you will learn how to liberate yourself. Okay? So think about the wealth of what we're offering. The issue is, do you want to seize the day or do you want to be a slave?
1: Yes. And that video on the, on the website will explain it for everybody. So go check it out. And on, in your book page 90, you said being a, a revolutionary seeking truth, freedom, and health means being accountable to all areas in any area of your life. There is a little benefit in perfecting yourself. If you allow governments or corporations to degrade the world around you, we can collectively know our bodies and ourselves as interconnected systems.
0: Yeah, the world, everything in and around you is an interconnected system, and they do not want you to know that. And there are nine principles which govern every system in the universe. And when you learn those nine principles, you become a revolutionary for change. You become your own doctor. You become your own healer. You become your own agent of change. And now if you learn that and you do it collectively with, you know, enough other people get it, the change occurs very, very rapidly. But if you do not do this, darkness will also prevail. So people have to recognize that those in power understand system science, and they are using it for their particular goal. One of the principles in system science is, do you have a goal? Well, they have a goal, maximize power profit control. The issue is what is your goal? Is your goal to follow them and be their slave, whether you do it explicitly or implicitly, or is your goal to unite with your other fellow human beings who are on the same path to truth freedom health and that's really the fundamental question and if you get on that path now you're gonna have to do some work you're gonna have to but but the good news is i put all of this together in a format in a framework um in a community with technology um that you you get a lot of this knowledge in fact tons of it without ever having to um work as hard to do it so on the one hand it's good on the other hand it's bad because sometimes when things are made too easy, people don't value it. But nonetheless, we put that together.
1: I think you, you're doing an amazing job. I so appreciate all the work you're all doing. I really, truly do. I think that the energy is is there. You've got a lot of spears, and we see that. We feel that. But you know, these are that's why these questions come up. This is what this is what's coming out. What people are just ah, mashing with. Um, I know that Dr. Rima had popped in. We have a few minutes. Would you be open to a question from her?
0: Yeah, let's take uh, one or two questions, and then I have to head out. Sure.
1: I know. Thank you. I appreciate this um, for the um, you coming on last minute, Dr. Rima and Dr. Shiva opening up the platform. So yay. Let's ask a question.
2: Well, I'm very appreciative. And I am also very appreciative of the fact that you're articulating that the political theater is meaningless and toxic and of no particular value to anybody who values life or freedom or health. So I'm there. Uh, Dr. Shiva, right now, uh, and by the way, I'm the medical director of the Natural Solutions Foundation, an independent non go I'm a physician who, um, in 53 years of practice, has never, ever written a prescription for a pharmaceutical. I'm also a psychiatrist. So I'm a little bit different from the the average doctor. Um I'm also very much involved with stopping Agenda 30 and getting the United States and every country in the world that we can impact out of WHO, the United Nations, and the rest of the death apparatus. So my first question is, when you are elected president, which is not at all a long shot, right? When you are elected president, what do you do about WHO and the United Nations. Do you withdraw us by writing the letter that the head of state is required to write to actually sever our relationship with those bodies? And if not, why not?
0: Well, look. All of these organizations—WHO, uh, NATO, uh, Council for Foreign Relations—these, all of these organizations. Um, have nothing to do with the advancement of the large body of the American working people. They are created and they support a very 0001 percent So I don't even know why the United States is in them, except to serve that 0.001%. Um, In addition, the United States should cut all funding to Israel, every penny of it. If there's any country that we should be funding in that region, it should be the Palestinian people uh, who have been subjugated by Zionism. And the United States is occupied by Zionism too. And you don't have to be Jewish to be a Zionist. In fact, a very small minority of people who are Jewish are Zionists. The majority of Zionists are actually Christian Zionists in the Bible Belt who believe in this eschatological view of Christianity. Um, And Zionism is a force. uh, It's a very, very very powerful force that is actually a political ideology, um, a cult-like force, no different than Nazism. That has been used to manipulate the American public, large bodies of them, to join uh, the swarm and to support these institutions. So, all of them should be immediately, you know, it should be, it should be, it should end, it should have ended, you know, 50, 70 years ago. Um, So, obviously, right, so these institutions are really money laundering organizations. That's what they really are. When you study them very carefully, they're created so um, a small set of people could launder trillions of dollars to their friends and use that. Uh, in many ways to bribe other uh, advisors among the swarm so they could transfer wealth. That's what it's really for. It's for laundering money.
2: So we we agree on the WHO, et cetera, death machine, we disagree on Zionism. But my next question, uh, we disagree on Israel, I should say. Uh, my next question is, are you uh, in support of the Bills that are currently uh, have recently been introduced in the Congress, which is h r six six four five and s three four two eight, which say absolutely out of this entire set of machines. and how um, how are you supporting that activity, or do you not deal with what is before the Congress at all in your uh, in Whoa, your political look. stance? Look, first sure.
0: of all, the first thing that um, the new guy who took over Congress, Mike Johnson, the first proclamation he did was to assert that the United States should should keep butchering the Palestinian people. The next one he did uh, was the proclamation that we should support at all costs to do whatever it takes to disarm Iran. So the Congress of the United States, when you really look at it, what occurred on November 16, 2018, is does not represent the American people. 60% of women in the United States did not want to send weapons to Israel. 65% of young people, yet 97% of the senators voted for it. The Congress of the United States is owned by two forces, foreign forces out of the United Kingdom, and Israel, and APAC, and then it's also owned by Silicon Valley. And if you look what occurred on November 16, 2018, every member of Congress, every one of them, unanimously voted to um, Uh, passed CISA, the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency Act. CISA literally created the infrastructure to surveil and censor every U.S. citizen through social media. That's what came out of my 2020 lawsuit. What's important to remember is every member of Congress voted for it, every single one of them, and it was Trump who signed it into law. Had Hillary been elected and she signed that into law, there would have been a revolution in this country, but they swept it under the rug. They got it through and it is CISA which destroyed the First Amendment. We don't have the First Amendment. First Amendment says Congress shall pass no law to bridge the freedom of speech. That's what Congress did on November 16, 2018. They passed a law to destroy the freedom of speech. And that instrument is being used every microsecond against every US citizen. And so you know, the Congress of the United States um, is, is not representative at all of the US people in 1787 when Congress was created, the first branch, it was created as a first branch, which would be a representative of the U.S. people. That would be the force that would then create the other two branches, the judiciary and then the, uh, you know, the uh, executive branch. So we're in a very, very interesting situation because we have a Congress, which is owned um, not by the American public, by, but by foreign powers and Silicon Valley. And so that's the first thing we should focus on anything Congress does is self-serving for itself. Um, You have to read these bills very, very carefully. What riders that they put into the bills to get stuff passed needs to be fully understood. And even the token, once in a while, they'll have a token constitutionalist like Thomas Massey. He too voted for the uh, Cybersecurity Information Security Act. So it's all the theater that's going on. It's all theatrics.
1: Do you see a full overhaul if you come into the presidency? Well,
0: if I win the presidency, think about it's a revolutionary moment right? That's what it would be. We would use the yeah. force of such an event, um, you know, to unleash people to build local movements all over the world. What would I do in, a, in the White House? Look, the White House is corrupt. The, the Congress is corrupt. The judiciary is corrupt. We need a massive systems overhaul. And that systems yeah. overhaul um, begins by recognizing that power needs to be returned to the broad mass of people. And that can only occur if working people start seizing the means of production the infrastructure that runs this country you know everyone says bitcoin is a solution i'm sorry i'm a technologist all of these technologies ai bitcoin all these things are still the infrastructure for all these things is owned by a minority of people there are certain things that need to become public infrastructure the postal service is quite an interesting phenomenon it was one of the first early public structures put in place to ensure free speech equals free reach so as a technologist i can tell you technology Does not uh, advance the world without ultimately people owning the means of this technology, you see? So, um, you know, there would be a lot of very powerful things that would occur, um, you know, with my winning something like this, like literally overnight, because to get to that point, you would have raised a significant amount of people's consciousness, not only in the United States, but throughout the world. And so, Um, I think people underestimate the raising of consciousness. It becomes way beyond me at that point, okay? It's the movement of information, matter, and energy that would take place at at very, very uh, uh, deep levels in the minds of many people. Uh, People's consciousness would be raised to such a level that they would understand um, that the not-so-obvious establishment, they would break from that. They would break from the Tucker Carlson, so they would be breaking uh from the Alex Joneses and the Donald Trumps and the Booby Kennedys and all these people because these are all the fly traps that are created to consume people's attention so they don't build these bottoms up movements. So
2: one final question and yes. I thank you for your for your attention. You have two minutes. Um, yep. Uh were it in your power today, would you be prepared to uh ban the jabs, as they're uh, lightly called, and to prosecute the criminals who have brought this uh, this disaster on us.
0: Well, let's go back. It, you know, doing this now is too little, too late. Who was a guy that ran the fire Fauci campaign in 2020? That was me. We started #fireFauci. We didn't see Kennedy out there. We didn't see Rand Paul out there. None of these people. All these doctors who are now talking about it. Maybe you did, but I didn't see any of them in 2020. In oh, fact, I, they,
2: did. Yeah, oh Kennedy, I did. Yeah, I did. I know, I
0: know, but Kennedy was promoting lockdowns then. Okay. Yeah. So we have to understand I've already addressed this issue. We're the ones who did the Fire Fauci campaign. We drove for three days taking all those signatures to Trump, and he didn't do anything. So this is why we need a massive bottoms up movement. There are a lot of people who need to be prosecuted, you know, a lot yeah. of people, most of the heads of all the social media companies and the technology companies in this country because the level of collusion that they have would and most that,
2: doctors in this country oh yeah
0: um most doctors are not doctors you know the the program that i've created systems health uh is the foundational language that anyone can learn to be their own doctor it is the thing that intersects eastern medicine and yoga with modern engineering system science so you know the western world of medicine actually came out of war uh, florence nightingale Uh, was really a woman who really uh, was a statistician. She was a member of the Royal Society of Statistics. She's the one who created the modern healthcare system, watching what took place in the Crimean War, that hospitals were a place where you went to die. So, but that was for crisis management, right? So the modern healthcare system comes from war. If God forbid something happens to your leg, it gets crushed in an accident. It's great at that, but it knows nothing about taking care of the body as a system. So anyway, this is great. I appreciate all your time.
1: Yeah, you too. And all of the links for everyone. I hope that somebody can find a piece of information somewhere from this hour that can help you, you know, light that spark and let's get going. Get that bumper sticker. Thank you, Dr. Yeah, the
0: simple thing. You nailed it. Simple thing. Go get a bumper sticker. Right. We want a million of these out there. Right. This is a movement. It's very simple. Go download the flyer. And go to Shiva for president and volunteer, volunteer, volunteer. Notice throughout this, I've not asked you for one penny. If it was any other candidate and they all have billions or millions in their bank account, they would ask you for money. If you want to give me money, you're going to get books, knowledge, etc. I cannot take something from people without giving something back. So recognize this is about, it's our movement. And uh, do not give these other people any money. In fact, uh, they should be returning everyone's money. They should be putting their own money. They offer nothing. They're not leaders. They're actually exploiters. All right. Thank you. Be well.
1: Appreciate you. you be the too. light.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Bye bye.